Hello friends, my name is Dane Miller. And my name is Niall Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. <laughs> fuck you, microphone. <laughs> fuck the mic. Welcome back, guys. How are we you doing? <laughs> yeah, fuck you. We are a weekly dating and sex advice podcast in which we answer your... No, that's not the thing that I say. God damn it. <laughs> You're getting worse. No, it's because I threw in the weekly and I, I yeah. fucked up my flow. Well, We're let's dating get that a bit. sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and turn them into a sexy sticky situation. Oh, shit. I did it. Nice. And we are weekly. We, we are weekly. We literally, the only time we ever mentioned when we release was the first one, which we got wrong because we were going to do bi-weekly, but now we're not. So yeah, we never did bi-weekly. No, we never we, did, but we, we were going right. to. Yeah. That was, we didn't realize we would have as much fun doing this and mm-hmm. we were like so eager to just, just record more episodes. So. Yeah. Or as many people listening. You guys are the best. Yeah. Uh, so, so every yes, Monday. Every Monday we upload these boys. Like in the morning. They're there for your morning commute. Yeah. Pretty much like they go up at 12.01. Monday morning. Like early. Yeah. Not after midday. Yes. Yeah. Like the the stroke Ooh. of Monday. We picked that because, uh, you know, we stroking. expect you to be stroking on your Monday. No. We don't stroke your Monday. Yeah. You said you had something to talk about? Yeah. So remember last week, uh, Agent Cobra messaged us about uh, the kind of like a little overeager dater. Mm-hmm. We have an update. Ooh. So uh, first I'm going to ask you to guess what happened. Um, he showed up at her house with horse head. Close. Yep. Not really. No, uh, showed up at her work way too drunk and then kept trying to kiss her inappropriately while she was working. Nice. So that's not a thing anymore. So I guess it was red flag central. Um, that's too bad. Is it? I mean, I'm Oh, I guess sorry. it is. Cause I'm it, sorry it, it was, work out. yeah, I know. I guess it was off to a good start. So there's always a pity when like that. Yes. Yeah. I never want to see people. Like, not find yeah. fun. That's fair. Oh, well, onwards uh, and upwards. But lost. bonus, like, she didn't waste a whole lot of time. Yeah, exactly. So it's, cool. it's always better to get those out of the way, you know, quickly. Um, but this kind of leads me into last week, we, while, like, examining the, uh, like, the situation, we were like, it's not officially red flag territory, but it is indicative of maybe problematic behaviors. So I found another one, and I think it's just red flags. So it is from Dating Advice Reddit, user Colors32, and it is confused about dating exclusivity. I went on two dates with this guy I met on Tinder. We've talked for nearly two weeks, and although I like him, I feel we're moving kind of fast. Told me after the first date he deleted all his Tinder matches. He's really into me. Tells me how often he talks about me and say something like, you should come on my family fishing trip that's in a year. Makes a lot of jokes about him, her still sticking around. And said that not only did he delete all his Tinder matches, he then deleted the Tinder app so he can focus on her and is telling her just over and over how strong he feels. She likes him. He's sweet, awkward, shy, and funny. But I've been on the fence. I'm not completely physically attracted to him. I think facially he's cute, but I I feel so bad because I'm not attracted to his body. And basically, same shit. He talks about us being exclusive, future plans, etc. And, like, he's kind of feeling... He's kind of making her feel very guilty. He's laying it on very thick that he's doing all this thing, these things that she feels like he expects to be reciprocated, but like she doesn't want to. Yeah, I think that's red flag. Fucking. Oh yeah, there's. I think there's a lot of layers to. Yeah. The the things that are going one like. Why waste your time if you're not attracted to him? Well, yeah. <laughs> like that's just first that... and foremost. Not to like throw shade at her or anything, but like. 
If if you're kind of like, well, meh. I like, think she was saying she is attracted to him. She just likes his face and his personality, not his body. I guess. So I guess she's trying to figure out whether that's a deal breaker or not, which yeah, I get. You know that, what I mean? Yeah, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah, I mean, you said on the first date he was like... Yeah, I deleted my matches. Cause... Also, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm bragging here, but like... Deleting every individual match is kind of a pain in the ass. Like that's mm-hmm. not something that like a sane person would do. Yeah, but also it's like it... going through your entire Facebook profile and like deleting all of your posts one by one. Yeah, it's also so that... fucking tedious. To be fair, maybe this person doesn't have many. That's fair. Yeah, if he had like four matches, then fuck it. But it also just sounds like bullshit. Like that's just a weird thing. Like deleting Tinder, one thing, still fucking weird. But like yeah. being like, I deleted my matches. My current matches. But I can't. Yeah, it's like, like I was going to say that until he said like, oh, and then he actually deleted the app. Yeah. I was like, okay, that's. I thought that's what sense. he meant was that he deleted Tinder. But then she was like, I think second date. He's like, no, no, I deleted the app. And it's like, Jesus, dude. That's yeah, insane. I, I feel think... like if anybody says that to you on a first date, like, let's get the fuck out of there. It's It sounds like he probably doesn't get a lot of opportunities and she's shown him the correct combination of attention. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's just fucking he's crossed it. Yeah, he's crossed his wires and now it's like he thinks that this is his like one and only, Yeah, you know, his, this is his eight mile. But like, I feel like if she's on the fence about him in general, like this is going to tip her off. This is setting the fence on fire and not in a sexy way. Yeah. Like, yeah, no. I mean, like, there are two things to talk about. One, from her side of things, is, like, you kind of need to be upfront right off the bat. Like, if you're sort of like, mm, I think maybe we should slow down. Like, that needs to come out uh, sooner rather than later, mm-hmm. as we discussed yeah. last week. Uh, and But then, like, if on his side of things, chill the fuck out. Mm-hmm. So, like, I agree with you, but... In her defense, it's been two dates. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's not been that much time for her to be like, yo, slow down. But that's, yeah. You can also sort of like surmise that this is probably going to end messy. Oh, gotcha. Um, like, and I know you got a little bit of flack for uh, saying ghosting is sometimes a valid reason. <laughs> what? Um, but, but I mean, like, this is kind of a scenario where I don't think ghosting is the worst idea because yeah. I mean like obviously tell the poor guy because yeah, he I, seems I to... just, just tell him and I think it's more likely a thing where ghosting will be necessary yeah because he's I, laying it on this fucking heavy yeah I think it, it might be one of those things where you know a week will go by and be like I can't stop thinking about you you know what I mean and then yeah. I think at that point you just kind of have to like cease communication and just sort of let him mm-hmm. you know fucking meth sweated out yeah i feel like i don't know even if you're like hey there's this family thing we're going on in a year like you should come and you've been dating for like six months that's still a bit of a like because that's another like 200 percent of your relationship and a family commitment like it's a bigger it's a big deal then let alone the fucking second date yeah like uh, the, the what, so the reason why i'm bringing this up is like this is the worst case of that you know what i mean it's a lot worse as I don't know if like it's worst case. I, it's I, like a worst case, not yes. worst case. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sorry. I kind of didn't was... say the A. It's not worst case at all, but it is <laughs> a worse case than last week. So that was an example of maybe red flags. This is an example of just fucking getting smacked in the face with yeah. a red flag that's been sharpened. 
don't know if you know how flags work. Flag poles. Okay. <laughs> or it just could be like a bladed scarf, you know? That's actually a flag. Sure. <laughs> you want a question? Yeah, go for it. I think like we have we we've fallen off the sex train again. Um, Speak for yourself. So I'm going to get us back on the rails. Hell yeah. I've recently started... Uh, oh boy. <laughs> I've recently started sleeping with a new girl. She's awesome and I'm having a great time with her, but she's a squirter. Don't get me wrong. I also think this is awesome and super hot, but the problem is my apartment is completely or almost entirely carpet, oh, no. except for the bathroom. She's like a goddamn fountain sometimes and it almost always ends up on my carpet. I didn't think much of it, but after a few months of repeated soakings, my roommates have begun to remark on a certain funk when they visit oh, me in my room. No. How can I keep my curl gushing <laughs> while still getting my security deposit back when I move out? And the thing is, doing in the bathroom is fucking dangerous, too, because they start squirting and all of a sudden you can't stand on yeah, tiles. Yeah, it just becomes a fucking death trap. I literally almost died once yeah. in that exact situation. I mean, this is kind of why I don't like shower sex, because I... Oh, shower sex is the fucking worst. Yeah. Uh, I always thought we'd get a question in about it, and I was just ready to unload. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't, like, yeah. It's lots of tarp. See, I kind of, I kind of had this sort of situation before. My apartment, like, literally flooded, and all my carpet got ripped up and replaced with, uh, like, tile or, like, linoleum. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and it all comes down to, like, strategic placement. Unfortunately, there are some things, like, for me, it was, like, the easiest way for me to make this one woman come was I had her bent over my bed. Mm -hmm. So, like, she was, there was nothing, like, blocking. It was just all carpet. It was just coming right yeah. to my carpet. Mm -hmm. um, and, like, yeah, it after a while, it it gets a little it gets a little funky. And it's not, like, an unpleasant. It's not, like... Of course not. Um, but it is... Although, maybe eventually. It is, you know, it does have that waft of... Yeah, but, like... Sexual juices. I feel like just is heavy-duty carpet cleaner an option? Just like every time they leave, you get one of those scrubby carpet things and you just go to town. You'll probably have the cleanest fucking carpets of anybody. But here's the problem. You're going to have a very specific clean area. Oh, you got to do the carpet. whole thing. That's fucking annoying, though. It is, but just think of the benefits. You're going to have such a clean carpet. I guess. You eat food off the carpet. Every person's dream. But imagine you're hooking up with this person. Every... <laughs> just ignore that part? Yeah, I'm going to keep moving. Um, imagine if you're having sex with her, like, Three times a week. Mm -hmm. You're scrubbing your goddamn they carpet? They do it at the end of the week. <laughs> um, what I found worked was... Um, Murder tar. Febreze. Um, but is that not just masking it? There is one that, like, I, I don't know the science, and I don't mm -hmm. know if it's just fucking ad mumbo jumbo, but, yeah. like, there are ones that, like, seem to sort of draw the odor out of the uh -huh. carpet. Um, there's one... I don't remember the specific, but it's in like a black bottle with a purple handle. And mm -hmm. I found that was the, uh, that was the way to go. Cause it was also like, it also started getting into my mattress as well. Well, that's the thing is like, if it soaks into your carpet, like if you're just regularly soaking your carpet, it's going to start to like rot and get moldy and shit. Yeah. Like I don't think Febreze is going to, you no, know, I mean like another thing you can do is just sort of after the fact, throw a towel down yeah, and like give it a stomp. Help. Yeah. And, and maybe or put just it. lay a towel down in the first place. That's that's the other thing, which like, like will help. It's not going to be perfect, but once you've reached a certain level of comfort, um, I think there's mm. sort of you can have that conversation being like, "Hey, like, 
let me just quickly grab a towel. It kind of sucks, yeah. like, when you're starting to get things going, because, like, it's kind of a mood breaker. Yeah, but, like, to be, like, you know, to, you know what I mean? Like, getting hot and heavy and be like, BRB, get my towel. Get yeah. my cum towel if you, ready. If you have one handy and, like, you know, I'm sure they're aware of what they do, and I doubt they're, you know, unaware of, you know, the issue. So you throw that a towel, I doubt they're going to care. And, like, yeah, if you have to be like, hold on, and, like, you're, like, sniffing your towels, and you're, like, digging through, and you're like, fuck, and, you know. Yeah. yeah, but if you just know they're coming over, or, like, just have a towel ready, not nah, the worst. It's probably going to take the same amount of time as putting on a condom or whatever. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's hardly sexy. It's funny. I always, like, I was never a big fan of sort of, um, like, outdoor public sex, or, like, sneaky, like, oh, so fun. go around. It is, but, like, my big problem was... I always have sex with a condom. Mm -hmm. Um, And I like, there's just something weird about being like wanting to fuck someone immediately. And then like awkwardly, like pulling your pants down just enough and then like pulling a condom out. And then, you know what I mean? Like it just sort of like, I always thought it took away from the like whole passion of the moment. But like, it does add to the like danger of getting caught. Cause like you're less thinking about in the act, but at that moment when you're just like doing Uh, stuff you need to do. This is like a hundred percent a hang up that I had, and like every girl that ever proposed it to me was just like, no, like, oh fuck, yeah, like, it doesn't, it doesn't ruin the, and I, I, so like, I think my idea of like getting this towel being a sort of like a, a screeching halt mm-hmm. to things, I think that's just sort of like my hang up, yeah, which no, I I've... think other people probably also have, but I like, nine times out of ten, women that I've talked to have been just like, am I still gonna come? Because I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like, I, if it does take five, six minutes, sure. If you're doing weird stuff with the towel, sure. If you're yeah, just grabbing like one you're, and laying it down, you know. If you're folding like a little origami swan. Oh, man, that'd be so hot. <laughs> <laughs> little origami cup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I've never, like, thrown on a con. It's so quick as well. Like, you're yeah. just, you know. I don't know. There's and, just something about, like, the like the interruption of the act that... Yeah, I don't know. Just, but like, I feel like... like I throw a wrench in the gears. You also generally have to, like, have a little quick glance around when you're having, like, adventurous outdoor sex to make sure, like, you're good to go. And that's a perfect time to be throwing one on. True. Yeah, I've never found it to be an issue. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here's... I'm going to throw in a little aside about squirting because I always thought this was really fucking funny. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it's so funny that, like, girls never sort of give you a warning or a heads up. Yeah. Like, there was this one time where I was fucking a girl on my couch. And she didn't tell me that she was a squirter or going to squirt. Yeah. And she just fucking hauled off and came all over my couch. <laughs> and I was just like... Can you imagine if you did that? That's exactly... That's my point. I'm like, like you're, can you imagine if I was... a lot less volume. If I was fucking just a girl on her couch it. and then I was just like, I'm going to come... And then I just pull out and just jizz all over your cushions. Yeah. <laughs> like, you'd be like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. And, like, when you jizz, it's not as much as, like, a, pro- like a fucking proper oh, yeah. squirter. Like, that shit's, like, 20, if not 50 times. Like, it's yeah. insane. You're pretty much pouring, like, a gallon of water. Yeah, it's like, oh, sorry, like- I brought my bucket. <laughs> what you gonna do now? But, like... Trip to Ikea? I always just thought it was so funny, like, just, the, like, the mental image of me... Yeah, just, just like, pulling out, Just hauling off it and just, like... Fucking coming on a couch? Yeah. Like, I, for, like just arbitrarily? Yeah, I've never gotten a heads up. And, like, the you know, the bathroom time in question, it was so, like, ridiculous amounts that, like, this can't have been the only time. They had to have been aware. Yeah. And, like, fuck. Like, it was like the 2012 movie. 
fucking tidal waves. <laughs> yeah, ladies, maybe give us a heads yeah, up. Yeah, like that's I've never ever heard anyone talk about that. Fucking be polite. Um, and I don't like. I can't think of a single time a guy's ever been like, "Gross, she squirted." Oh no! If someone's like, "Yo, just a heads up," like this probably get pretty wet and wild in here, like because one, they're saying that they're probably gonna you know be very turned on by you and enjoy sex, and two, it's hot as fuck. So yeah, squirting's fucking cool as hell. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess there's Not the worry that, like... Too, by the way, for yeah. those out there, but... I guess maybe know. there's the worry of being like, I'm a squirter, and then if you don't squirt, you might... Yeah. But, I mean, like, just throw the possibility. Be like, hey, just so you know, like, yeah, sometimes you go, like, I squirt. Occasionally, and if you know anything, you'll know that's fair, yeah. so... Um, and bring your own origami cup, also. Stop ruining people's goddamn couches. <laughs> <laughs> you sex vandals. <sighs> Fucking assholes. Got a question? Uh, Yeah. Hit me. Man, I have so many, like, varied questions that I don't actually know where to start. <laughs> I'm just going to go with this one because this is fucking awful. This is probably going to be a quick one. But it's just baffling. I need to share it with everybody. Okay. So this is for Ask Women Advice. How would you respond if someone came up to you and said, I feel that you are pregnant? <laughs> so further, further uh, details. She's a very close friend of my mom. I see her often. My mom sees her every day. She claims to be a sensitive. And she fucking says it in front of her mom. Like, she comes in for tea with her mom. Daughter's like, you know, hey, Claire. And she's like, I feel like you're pregnant. And, like, walks into the kitchen with oh, her mom. Oh, she's calling out the daughter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. The mom's friend in front of the mom gotcha. is calling out the daughter, who is now freaking out and, like... You know, it's too early to do her test because the last time she could have had sex to get pregnant was really quickly. And, like, I don't understand why you'd fucking trust this person. But, like, why would you do that in front of somebody's mom? And, like, the mom apparently is, like, super awkward with the daughter now. And, like, Claire's just, like, strutting around the house like, bye, guys. What the fuck? What would you do, dude? Your mom's sensitive friend said that to you. I mean, I'd be fucking freaked out. I'd... <laughs> I didn't know I could get pregnant. I know, but you. I feel like you are. Sorry, I. That's. Oh, I had to break it too, man. I feel like you're pregnant. You got that glow. Is this? Is this like? Oh, uh, can we make Junior too? I think that. Yeah, Junior is the one where Arnold Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. It sounds amazing. Why haven't I seen this? Have you not seen those? Oh man, yeah. He like he figures out how to get men pregnant. And then he, and he gets men pregnant or gets himself pregnant? Well, I think, like, the thing was, like, everyone's like, this will never work. So he does it to himself, and then he gets pregnant. Is it a comedy? Is it serious? It's, uh, yeah, no, it was Arnold okay, Schwarzenegger's it's Arnold breakout. Schwarzenegger pregnant. It could never not be funny. Yeah. It yeah. was It was around the same time, like, he started doing all those comedies, like Jingle All the Way and Twins. I don't know why it happened, but I'm glad it did. Um, I, I... Yeah, I feel like calling anyone out like there have been so many times where i've been on the streetcar and i've offered my seat to a woman mm -hmm. uh thinking she was pregnant yeah uh but she was just overweight but like you don't have to say oh you have this because you're pregnant if you're like just yo have the seat yeah they can like there have been times where i've just like um like someone got up and was like do you want to sit i was like oh no like i'll, I'll let the pregnant lady sit and oh, like no. yeah and like oh, no. never be specific I know, I, it was more of, like, me calling out, like, the one person who was going to sit down. You know what I mean? Being like... Yeah. You know what I mean? It would be like, no, I'm going to let the person with the crutches sit down. Kind yeah, of, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Like, being like, you fucking asshole, let this poor lady sit. I always err on the side of caution. Oh, I've learned. Like, I, I'm in mortal fear of that. I'm Also, whenever anyone's like, I'm pregnant, and I'm like, there's a brief pause where, like, 
I'm like, do I say congratulations or like shit this commiserate? Sucks. You know, right? yeah. Because <laughs> I guess it, whenever someone's telling you, it's usually <laughs> positive. But like, I guess in my head, they'd be like, shit. If I found out right now, that would suck. So there's always that beat, and they like look yeah. at you, and you're like, congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I once worked with a guy who went to a table of women who. When he offered them drinks, they said like, oh no, like we're on the pop tonight or something. And he was like, good. Like I, when people come in here pregnant and like try order drinks, like I feel so awkward. And, blah, and they were like, why? Why would you say that? And he was like, because what? Oh. And they were like, what? And he was like, oh no. Yeah, he didn't last long. Because <laughs> they ate him alive. <laughs> <laughs> no, they killed him. They didn't. He got fired. <laughs> I don't really know how to answer this question. Yeah, I, I just, I saw that and I was just horrified. <laughs> I honestly, I fell kind of down the rabbit hole because I went into, uh, I tried to like get some fresh material. So I went into teen relationships. Oh no. <laughs> I went into general dating. I went into Christian dating. Christian dating is the best because every answer is such bullshit. So like one was like, oh, my ex is like flirt, texting me flirtily and like, I don't think she'd make a godly wife. So as much as I want to go back with her, I feel like I shouldn't. And someone like their answer was prayerfully block her. How do you block someone prayerfully? Just fucking block them. What's that even mean? I know what it means. Fuck you. <laughs> but the majority of other answers are just like, ask God. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm so heavily religious that I joined the thing called Christian dating. And I never thought of that step. Yeah. Oh, fuck. fuck. Why didn't I ask God first instead of the internet? It's so good. One of my favorite things on the internet is the article about how um, there's this, like, married couple or, you know, uh, a couple that, like, are saving themselves for marriage. Mm -hmm. And it ends with them being like, and anytime Steve feels a little frisky, he eats an entire raw potato to quell the earth. <laughs> just, like, it's the best solution. <laughs> just being like, well, I could jerk off. I could try to fuck uh, my fiance, but... Give me that goddamn potato. It's like it's the only way I can stop this. I've been I've been pretty horny before. No fucking vegetable at all would stop that. Nothing would. Like if I you had eat... to eat a raw tomato, that wouldn't kill your boner. Oh, it'd make me feel ill, and I'd probably throw up, and then I'd be like, oh well, I'm still horny. No. Yep. 100%. I promise you that would ruin your dick. No. Mm -hmm. Maybe like in the moment, I don't think I'd be erect mid tomato, but yeah. right afterwards, I'd be like, like literally a moment of like milliseconds afterwards I'd be like well ordeal's over like really would it stop you I mean I don't know if someone was like eat this entire fucking cucumber yeah, it would be the fucking worst I think I'd probably I think that would probably ruin my day it would <laughs> ruin my day but I'd have a terrible day and still be horny yeah what the fuck are we talking about I don't right know now? okay I'm gonna okay, get do you, wanna, do you want a Christian dating advice question Oh, fuck. Um, or do you want a teen dating advice question? Wait, 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 wait. We got to roll back. We got to roll back. Um, this was a very specific request. Um, the squirter question mm -hmm. came in from someone. They wanted to remain anonymous, yeah. but they wanted you to assign them an agent code name. Oh, okay. Um, they're going to be Agent Velvet. Cool. Do I know this person? Uh, nope. Well, Agent Velvet. I, don't like I feel you. like I do now. Yeah, no, they were just really, they really liked Agent Cobra. <laughs> so did Agent Cobra. Yeah, perfect. She was even like, yo, you can use my real name, but I kind of dig Agent Cobra, so. Yeah, guys, if you want to remain anonymous and you want to, like, send in your questions. I will assign you an agent name. assign yourself an agent name. Ooh, you can do that, yeah. 
That's one thing I, I keep forgetting to like clarify with people is if you are sending the question, let us know if you want to remain anonymous or not. Or just give us the name you'd like to go by is the easiest way to do it. Yeah. Because we'll always err on the side of caution. So, you know. Yeah. If you don't tell us, Niall will give you an agent code name. Yeah. All right. Hit me with the teen question. Okay, cool. I'm going to do two because one is just baffling and one is actually, you know. So my girlfriend, 17, just sent me 16. Stories on Instagram of lingerie. Is she trying to say something? 16? Oh, he's 16. So yeah. I... Yeah. She's 17. He's 16. She got... He sent... She sent him stories of lingerie. Is she trying to say something? Nope. Next? Yeah, probably. It's like... <laughs> it's just... It's great. Um, it's, I, I wish I could go back in time and remember how sweet and fucking naive. No, how dumb you were. Like, someone sends you a fucking, like, emoticon because emojis weren't invented back then. And it's like, she sent me a rose at the end of this email. What does it mean? What does it mean? Does she want my dick? What does it mean? Man, let me tell you the story. And it's... Um, we are nailing it with questions today. I <laughs> Go for it. I often think back on this story and be like, what the hell was I doing? Um, so, when I was a teenager, I was in, like, grade fucking nine or ten I don't know um what everyone in the fucking world knows what it is no what age were you uh, makes it easier we have i would fucking have been listeners in kenya and sweden 14 man. i think okay. 14 or 15 cool. um i don't even actually know but i was i was i was an early teenager yeah, yeah, yeah um and i was like every now and then i would like go over to this girl's house when we'd make out um and and someone would come and time you, right? She, she no, it's only movie theater times. Um, she was she actually gave me my first blowjob um, on lunch break. Oh, and yeah. uh, anyway, one day she was like, "My friend's gonna come along too," and I was like, "Sweet!" So like, I had my first like teenage makeout threesome, mm-hmm. and then they both offered to like cooperatively give me a blowjob, and I said no. Yeah. And I don't, like, I don't know why. I don't yeah. remember the reasoning. I don't know. I think I was, like, trying to play it cool and be like, no, today was all about you. Yeah, I I did something similar, not quite as cool, but equally as stupid, where, like, when I was younger, like, two of the hottest girls that I had even ever seen in my life at that point were a year above me, and, like, we'd all kind of hang out in the group. I was, like, one of the younger ones. Uh, at one point, we were, like all hanging out and there was this alley and they're like, we want you to come down this alley with us. So I go down the alley with us and they're like, we'll like pull up our tops and show you our boobs. And I was like, no. And they were like, no, we'll, we will. And I was like, no. And like, I like, why? I think like part of it was that I didn't want to be perceived as being creepy or pervy. Yeah. Like, I was like, no, I'm not gonna, it's just like, then no, would have been great at the time. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Cause like people think teenagers are just like, I need tits, and I need to put my dick in or on something. Uh-huh. Oh, God, I wanted, I wanted to see so badly, but I was trying to be nice and polite and yeah. shit. I don't know. And, like, I honestly don't think they would have cared. They seemed really confused. Yeah, I remember there was, there was also, like, a party where these two girls were, like, just going at each other um, in, like, a closet, and mm. a bunch of us were watching, and I was just like, I'm going to leave. <laughs> um, and I don't think that was a bad choice. I think no, I would do that, that, that again. Like a weird like, situation. Yeah, I think I'd do that like even like throughout my entire life i yeah, probably would have made that call yeah. um but like as a 13 year old teenager being like i don't want to see two topless girls make out yeah it seems strange yeah i don't know okay, okay um 16 year old guy yeah she's trying to tell you something she's 
fucking sending you naked pictures. No, they're not of her in lingerie. Oh. They're people's Instagram stories. Like, of, like, just lingerie. So I assume maybe models wearing lingerie. Oh. That's why I got off this, right? I thought she was sending him, like, a like a big, long story. But, like, of... it's also, like, they're going out. They're almost 18. Like, unless they just started, like, what the fuck could she be trying to say? Like, oh, I want to fuck? Yeah, you're dating. Like, you're teenagers. Contrary to what we just said. I don't know. Anyway, I, I just thought it was funny like is she trying to say something because it's either very clear that she is or very clear that she isn't there's not really much gray he's like was it an accident and it's like if it was of her then i fucking hope it wasn't an accident yeah and if it wasn't of her then what the fuck do you think she's trying to say anyway this is how we expand our audience this one's for the teens how do (laughs) that sounds so creepy i don't know why don't say that how do i keep our relationship fresh it just sounds ridiculous from a teenager. Yeah. I'd like to ask for help. Been in a relationship with a wonderful girl for close to a year now. I'm afraid that it is starting to lose its magic. How do I keep things fresh? We're both 15. I love her more than anything in the world. And I have to admit, I've become emotionally dependent on her. Oh, boy. Yep. Well, first problem. I've noticed that she isn't as enthusiastic anymore. I like to reunite the spark. We both share a lot of interests. Uh, music, movies, reading... Uh, she's an artist, I write. Uh, we explored every single nook and cranny in our town over the course of last year. Went to cinema together a bunch of times. She helped me look after my little brother. We even went to the zoo, and we go biking quite often. Please do not recommend sex! Okay. Uh, thanks, Vance, for the help, and have a good day. You're 15. You're in a small town. You've explored every nook and cranny. Gone to the movies a couple of times. And she's even helped you with your little brother. What the fuck left is there to do? Couples counseling. No sex. Couples counseling. You have to do it. Yeah, that's fair. I think it's the only way to keep their teen marriage alive. To be fair, a year at 15 is a long time. That's... Yeah. That's an entire school year. <laughs> no, it's longer, but... <laughs> yeah, well, you know what I mean. Um, that year is a whole year. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's a fucking long time for it, a it 15 is. year old. I don't know. My first relationship was like three years. And I was like 14? Yeah. Or whatever, 13? Or was um, 13? I don't know. I, like, there's not a whole lot. Like, it's not that you can be like, go on a real cool trip. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Because you're, you're fucking 15. Well, like, you might be. Like, I wish I knew where they were. Because, like, I'm sure you get a bus to, like, a nearby, like, place that's, like, a little bit out of the way. Or, like, I don't know. Yeah, but well, their go parents on, like, look a camping them? trip with, like, I don't know. I feel like a good thing to do would be to join, like, a club together. Like, maybe take, like, dance lessons. Or maybe, you know, uh, like, learn a skill together. You know, go to a sailing fucking course. Something like that. Yeah, go to a local game shop and play D&D together. Fuck yeah, that would be awesome. That would be awesome. You right, she's an artist. That that would lend itself quite well to that. Yeah. Fucking work on a graphic novel together. Yeah. Yeah. Get, like, get her to teach you how to draw, and you can, like, well, teach her how to write, and then you guys can just, like, trade stuff would be great yeah um find a project yeah do do something like that and maybe sex <laughs> yeah just fuck yeah i like what like i'd love to know like the rationale behind that probably it's a crossover from christian dating to be fair i when i was young i didn't want to have sex at all yeah um because i like my goal was to get out of my my hometown mm-hmm. as fast as i could without a baby you can't have a baby if you don't fuck <laughs> and i know that's crazy but my hometown is adopt. like uh, yeah, I could accidentally adopt a kid at 15. <laughs> oh, it happens. fuck. Like, I know people whose relationships have started to fizzle, and, like, you talk to them, and they haven't done something new. They haven't, like, had, like, a date night where, like, she picks something or he picks something. They haven't had, like, a course together or, like, a project or, like, anything. And I'm like, 
you guys like you know you can't just stop you know what i mean yeah just because you grow older you shouldn't be like well we drink and we watch breaking bad i also feel like a lot of people who fall into this sort of like rut is because they don't have outside interests outside of the relationship Mm -hmm. you know what i mean it's like they they do everything together they have the same circle of friends they hang out with the same friends they do the same thing every week and they like it's it's okay. I mean, the the troubling thing is him being like, I'm emotionally dependent. I was yeah, I was gonna you know say that I mean? at the end where like there are good things you can do in the general sense. The fact that he seems to be like that is like a no, dude. You're gonna like she's probably pulling back because you're gearing in. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Like I th- I think a lot of strain gets put on relationships when the only thing that you guys have is each other. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys have outside interests, like if she's like, I'm going to take dance lessons and you're, you decide you're going to do, I don't know, fucking martial arts class or yeah. something. Yeah. Or um, vice versa. And you develop your own lives, uh, independent of mm-hmm. each other. That's how Capoeira was made. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, yeah. When a, a dancer and a martial artist. Mm-hmm. Get, didn't like, have sex <laughs> yeah oh god if they had sex we wouldn't have that beautiful beautiful form and yeah they were like they were having problems with their relationship and then they listened to our podcast and we were like star project together and we're like fuck if we mix martial arting martial arting and <laughs> dancing then fuck capoeira so this podcast that hasn't come out yet or has just come out mm-hmm. is the result of a dance art or no, like a, like a we dance made fighting. It. Yeah, no, dance fighting is a result of this podcast. This episode, specifically. I've got the time. Yeah, I know. That's that's the thing. When you mix such primal forces as dance and martial arts, it can do some weird shit with time. Um, they told me about it just before the episode, so that's why I knew to look at teen dating. It's kind of weird. Uh, I hope this doesn't mess with the continuity continuity of our other episodes. Oh like, for example, if you listen to episode six, there might be an extra 30 seconds in there that wasn't there before. <laughs> um, <laughs> this episode's a fucking disaster. This is, you know what's funny? It's the cheapest whiskey we've drank while recording this, so maybe the quality of whiskey we drink is the quality of output we output. I think that is the case, because like, there was a day where we had cider, and we were just like, we got real fucking wide aside, and you had a beer, and we got yeah. real fucking weird. We did get weird. It got real dark. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask a question. Cool. That's a real question. Hey. And isn't about kids not fucking. <laughs> um, this one um, also comes in anonymously. Rare. I moved to a new place. Oh, my God. I... I get so excited to read a question and just like... You just decide, like, it would be quicker and better if I make all the words into one. I moved into a new place about three months ago. Congratulations. So wait, whose place is this? I'm going to beat you to death with this microphone. I moved into a new place about three months ago. Congratulations. At the bottom of the building is a bar that I've become somewhat of a regular at. I've developed a bit of a rapport with one of the servers and found myself crushing, crushing pretty hard. I think she's into me too. If I'm there when she finishes her shift, she'll sit down with me and have a drink or two. Can I ask her out without being a creep? Yes. If you do it after... if You've got to take two things into mind. Uh, don't do it when she's on shift. If afterwards she's joining you and it's just you and her, sure. But then listen to our episode from last week and never go back to that bar. Yeah, you, you pretty much have to you understand choose. that if you're asking someone out at their place of work... Regardless of whether she says yes or no, that place is dead to you, 
And you're never allowed to go back in. Yeah, exactly. Because if you say yes, then you're going to come back and get fucking shit-faced and try to kiss her in the middle of her shift. It's going to be awkward. Yeah. If she says no, then you're going to get drunk and be like, fuck you. Or throw a chair at her. Yeah, it's... Well, no, obviously not that. But, like, you just... You got to give her her space. Also, maybe don't go heavy off the bat. Like, don't be like, hey, we're having drinks. Like, let's go out, out as like a, you know... Yeah, there's thing. a very casual way of doing this, be and like, that's inviting her to another bar after. You know what I mean? Like, if she's had a drink with you mm-hmm. after a shift, be like, hey, I know another place. Do you want to go there? Yeah. Because then you can sort of, like, transition into a date without being, yeah, specifically. You know what I mean? And then you can read the situation, and, like, at the end of that, you'd be like, hey, I had a really good time. Would you like to do, like... Yeah, do how about we hang out, out again? someday when we have a little bit more time? Like, be like, oh, yeah. it's a pity, like, I had a really good night. It's a pity that we started hanging out at, like, one forty-five when your shift ended. Yeah. Like, maybe, like, if you're free during the week, do you want to hang out on a different day? And if she's, you know, she says no, get over it. And if she says yes, cool, work from there. But again, you got to be really careful with the amount of times you go to that bar now. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, <laughs> if this is a, a place that's kind of special to you and you like going there, mm-hmm. you got to make your choice. If you've, you've got to sort of, like, rein it back and you're... Because this is where she works, and she might not always want to see you. Yeah. Even if you're not going there to see her, even if you're not going there, like, just your presence being there yeah, while it's... she's doing her own thing, which is paying her fucking bills. Mm-hmm. Um, it's always going to be in the back of your mind. Is a distraction, yeah. So keep that in mind. And, and you made a good point. Like, she's actually sort of breaking the fourth wall when she sits down with you and has a drink. Yeah. I um, would say if... You just were crushing on her, and she was always friendly to your table. Don't ask her out. Yeah, that's the thing. That's like, her fucking job. She's being paid to be nice to you, and she's doing it because you will give her money because she was nice to you. Yeah, and if you put her in the position where she has to say something that might not make you very happy, that's probably one going to negatively impact her tips. But like two, she doesn't like you're putting her in a position where like it's bad for her to tell the truth if she doesn't want to. So you're, it's just a shitty position. Yeah, you're pretty much holding her truth hostage. Yeah, exactly. It's it's a really shitty thing to do, and I feel like that should be kind of like a hard and fast role when it's anyone's workplace. Yeah. Like... Yeah, this thing, like, whether she's a fucking cashier at a coffee shop or, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Your a fucking, lawyer. Yeah, like, anyone that is currently being paid to be nice to you, which yeah. is pretty much anyone, Everybody. Yeah. then don't ask them out. Just fucking relax. And, like... Of course, there are exceptions. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If there's one of those things where, like, you guys just hit it off and you feel like it, it's kind of like a now or never moment, be like, here's my number. You know what I mean? Like, don't don't request anything from them. Yeah, you put, can... Put the ball in their court. Exactly, yeah. You know, acknowledge that it's a, it's a wild thing to do, but be like, you're fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Here's my number. I would love to grab coffee with you. Yeah. And then... Or just and be like, then hey, if you want to hang out another time, like, here's my number. Like, if not, totally get it, but, like, you know... Yeah, I don't thought, you know. don't request an an answer from them. No, if you ask them moment. for their number or you ask them for anything, like again, their truth's kind of hostage. They have to be in this position where they either fuck themselves over by upsetting you or like give you this mm, sure that then yeah. you're gonna take as a hard and fast yes that is not gonna be true. Also, you could be fucking crazy. I imagine like a cute barista gets asked out several times a day. Yep. So just fucking relax. Give her the power let hand it over to her and then don't be a fucking weirdo if it doesn't go your way yeah if it it doesn't pan out that's that's cool it happens there are millions of people millions even (laughs) come on now let's be realistic (laughs) 
That we actually of... answered and asked a good question. We did Woo! it. Well, let's pack up. So, uh, friend of the show, Ali, who one was kind enough to give us a question. Two was in the position where I actually remembered to ask her if she wanted her name. She was cool with it. I'm gonna call her Agent Foxglove anyway. Ooh. Um, or Agent Foxtrot. Ooh, both. Agent Foxtrot, Foxglove. Anyway. Uh, so she is asking if we agree with the five date rule. I don't know what that is. Me neither. Thank you. Okay. I was like, <laughs> the fuck is that? She had to explain it. And apparently it is, uh, she says girl thing where if you want, if you meet somebody and you want to date with them, date, date them, you have to wait five dates before. And I quote hanky panky. Initially, it was sex, but then it was clarified to be, like, any sort of, you know. Like, even kissing? I think kissing's all right. Here's my thing. Having hard and fast rules for dating is the dumbest fucking thing. Because we are humans, and as human beings, um, one of, like, the greatest things about us is our free will Mm. and our ability to act on impulse. Yeah. We should be striving for sexual parity. You know what I mean? We should be striving so that men and women are on the same level playing field of sexual experience, encounters, pleasure. You know what I mean? So comfort to, yeah, to sort of make this weird arbitrary timeline in which you can't satisfy yourself because you think that it's going to do something in regards to Mm -hmm. your relation like to already start a relationship on sexual manipulation yeah is fucking crazy yeah because like if you don't want to sleep with someone for five days then don't that's fine yeah you know what i mean if that's if that's not an impulse that you have by Mm -hmm. all means you're not obligated to have sex with someone but if after if you have this great first date and there's chemistry yeah in abundance and you're so attracted to this person and you just want to go home and fuck his brains out. Yeah. It's so mind boggling to me to be like, I'm going to deny myself that because exactly. of some arbitrary, because I promise you it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, and, it and it doesn't matter. I would rather, I would rather be with someone where we burn out in five dates because we've like expended our passion. And then we're like, Oh, we actually don't really have anything outside of mm-hmm. our physical sexual attraction. Yeah. I'd be like, cool. Then not experience that relationship yeah. truth. See, so I haven't really answered yet because I figured we were on the same page and I didn't want to just overload or like, you know, double up or see if you didn't knew because yeah, a hundred percent it's the big, it's any, so every single situation is different. Every single person, every single connection is different. So when you're like, oh, here's this one rule for all of them. That literally doesn't make sense. Firstly, how do you know you want to date somebody? Do you go into every meetup being like, has to be five dates or else? At which point, you're probably never going to get laid. Or if you do, you're going to jump on it in the fifth date, even if you don't want to, because you finally reached that five mark. Or you're going to find people you like, withhold sex and be like, okay, I'm going to wait. And maybe you'll get to the five date mark. Maybe you won't. Or you'll meet someone and be like, oh, I don't want to date this person. So I'm going to fuck them. Yeah. Because you can't have sex without yeah. doing this big commitment unless you're fucking people that you already admit to yourself you don't like. Yeah. Which and, sounds and like a recipe for disaster. And that's how, like, so many people end up into these, like, really toxic fuck buddy situations yeah. where they're like, oh, this guy's an asshole, but he's, go- like, the sex is good. So they, it's like, cool. So you're not going to, you're not going to 
actively have a sexually beneficial relationship with someone you're actually into. Instead, you're going to validate some guy who treats you like shit Mm -hmm. because of this weird moral standard that you've set for yourself, but then repeatedly break. Yeah. I feel like you just should do what you want to do. Like if you are on a date and you don't want to sleep with somebody, don't. If you're on a date and you do want to sleep with somebody, do. If you want. You know what I mean? Because if I think what it stems from is like the whole guys only want one thing. So it's like they don't want to give it away too early because if they do, they'll just be gone. And like uh, almost it's the opposite because if you do sleep with someone that, again, I will reiterate, you want to. If you don't want to sleep with somebody, don't fucking sleep with them. If you do, it's up to you, right? Shouldn't be up to a rule. But like if you do sleep with somebody and they're like, well, peace, bye, got what I wanted. Like, do you think they're going to be like, well, I put in five dates. Yeah. I got to stick with them now for life. Because one, if that was true, that would suck. And two, they're not going to do that. They're going to be gone. And you're just going to have committed five dates and six, presumably. And then you're going to be even worse for wear because you've wasted all this time and like put effort and like, I guess, a bit of hope in. Like, it's not going to fix the fucking problem. Also, if I like, if I knew this was a thing Mm -hmm. and... I was like trying to sleep with someone and they kept being like, no, no, no. And then magically on date five, they were like, yeah, okay. I'd be like, okay, how much of the, like, where else has this bullshit bled into? You know what I mean? Are you also going to, do you also have a rule of being like, after four weeks, we got to be exclusive. Yeah. Or or like, you know, I don't have to tell them if I made out with another guy because that's not, you know what I mean? Like, have you made other arbitrary bullshit rules mm-hmm. that you're not going to disclose and that I will only find out through like yeah like you're playing a game bu- that you haven't been told the rules to yeah like I don't no one wants to play that game like what what if you found out that like if guys had a thing being like oh if I don't sleep with someone within three dates I'm not going to see them again yeah you know what I mean you like people lose their fucking mind yeah and then everyone who did want to sleep with you in the first three be like oh really oh yeah yeah you know what I mean like it would become this weird thing I don't know. I feel like any of these blanket rules are bullshit. Yeah. No, but I, like I've, I didn't realize it was like a, like a thing, but like mm-hmm. saying it, I, I do remember people talking about being like, I wait. And I don't know if it's always five dates, but like, yeah. I remember people being like, I wait this amount of time before I sleep with anyone. And it's like, mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. But if you want to do yeah. it, and this thing, if it you makes no sense, if you usually don't feel comfortable for three dates, that's cool, because then it's you're yeah. still sleeping with them when you want to, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's fine. It's just like this arbitrary, like nothing else factors in, right? That's insane. Yeah, to to have hard and fast rules, pretty much on anything in life. Yeah, exactly. Is gonna do way more harm than good. I just I think anytime you're applying a rule without any of the variables included, it is insane. Here's my thing. Here's what I will propose. I'm not saying she agrees with it either. I'm just saying she asked what we thought of it. Here's what I propose. If you subscribe to something like that or this specific rule, try not doing it. Just try it. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? If you go on a date and you have this like great chemistry and you're just like feeling it, fuck them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you want to and if... But that's the thing. I feel like people should go through periods in their life just to get in the habit of it, of doing things you want to do. Obviously within reason and obviously without like causing massive harm or even avoidable harm to people. You know, like I'm not going to give a blanket statement. It's like, do what you want. Fucking rob that place. Do this. But like 
a lot of the times people do things because they feel like they have to or they feel like they should. But like, I think we've all done other points and then you get to a point where you're like, fuck it. Just just try try living outside your rules for a bit. I promise you that you will feel more fulfilled if you act on impulse and on gut and on like logic and what you want and mm-hmm. honesty and communication. If you focus more on those things as opposed to just arbitrary rules mm-hmm. that have been made up by probably someone other than yourself in 100%. a very different situation and circumstances. Um, like make your own rules. You yeah. can figure it out. Like I, I had a set of, of dating rules, but it was things that like I found were what I needed to do to remain happy. And it was, it wasn't anything crazy. And it was like, it was can things you like, give us one. Yeah. Like, two? so like my thing was, um, when I was sleeping with a bunch of people, I wouldn't sleep with, the, with, more than one person a day. Mm-hmm. And I know that seems like ridiculous, but I thought it would be like disrespectful if I hooked up with someone in the afternoon and then later that night I hooked up with someone else. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I thought that was kind of skeezy. Um, by all means, if you are cool with it, that's fine. Um, but I also think there's sort of like a level of disclosure. Like I think you would kind of have to let both partners know that that was, yeah. you know what I mean? Like I, and some people might think that's a crazy rule and, and doesn't need, but like it for me, I would not be comfortable with myself if I did that. Yeah, kind of thing. You know what I mean? And like I just, I, I it happened one day and I was just like, I was like, oh, this, this does yeah. not feel right. I feel like if you know you have to even at the very lowest level, like at least shower and change and like you know, yeah, that's. But yeah, no, I get you. There are things like that. For me, it was a lot of like what I realized I needed to do to be happy is like cut ties. Like, instead of making excuses for people, instead of putting up with things that I saw as red flags that maybe are, maybe aren't. Like, I just got more strict with when something was an issue. Just getting the fuck out of there because it wasn't worth it. Yeah. I mean, one of my other rules, and this is a good example of, like, how things that, like, parameters you set Mm -hmm. are, can be changed as you, as you progress through life. Um, I had a very strict, like, don't sleep with people that you work with. And every now and then I would, like, break that rule and I'd be like... I remember why this rule existed. Mm-hmm. Um, but but then I worked with my girlfriend and yeah. I broke that rule of sleeping with someone that I worked with. Yeah. And it was a great choice because yeah, I adore her and I love her and you're still with and her. I'm with her. And, and like if you had listened to that rule, which is like even it's I would say a lot more intelligent than the five date rule. Because, you know, there are a lot of ramifications. Yeah, if, I, from... if I was just like no one from work yeah. ever, I would not be with my girlfriend. Exactly. Right and, that's, and that would suck. That's a crazy idea. So imagine the like, you imagine the things on... that you've missed out on yeah. for choosing to follow a rule that you didn't come up with for no reason other than like you think it lends some sort of like false moral superiority or like some sort of purity. Or even to like yourself, a safety or... blanket or something. Like it's a way to weed people out. I don't think it is because like. People who are going to, like, fuck you and leave, like, why not just figure that out quickly instead of, like, if, again, blankets, blanket-like statement after everything we've said, if you fucking want to. Don't do things you yeah. don't want to do, right? I can't say it enough. But, like, you, like you're, it's not going to get better over five dates. They're not going to, like, change their ways, you know what I mean? And if they're shitty and that's all they wanted, then why not get rid of them quicker than investing five fucking dates don't fucking listen to rules make make rule if you yeah. and if you are make rules that like you found 
are important to you. And don't be afraid to break them. And, oh, don't be afraid to break them. Uh, so I guess we're probably donezos in terms of questions. That would be it for us, I think. we got a bunch of things to do. Firstly, thank you for everyone who gave us uh, questions. You guys are the best. Uh, please keep them coming. We really appreciate it. Uh, again, I'm just going to put out a call to everybody listening from far-flung places because we keep getting like really interesting like hits on our little like geo-tracker or whatever it's fucking called. And uh, if you are listening to us from anywhere that's not Canada or Ireland, also, if you're listening from those places and don't personally know us, just say hello. Say hello. Like, we want to meet you. We want to figure out how you found us, what you think. We want your questions, you know? Yeah, you can you can find us pretty easily. Um, you can tweet at us at fck underscore buddies on Twitter. Um, our Facebook group is uh, fck buddies podcast. Um, you can also email us if you have a question. Um, this is the best way to get your questions to us because we can actually fucking save them and they don't get lost in personal messages hmm. and shit like that. Or I misremember them because you said them to be verbal. Yeah. Um, Email your questions to us, and then we have a hard copy of it, and we can read it as you want it to be read. And it makes um, us feel tingly. Yeah, we love getting emails. Our email address is fbuddiespodcast at gmail.com. Also, we would like to thank Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. I would also like to thank, um, I haven't done it yet, and I, I feel bad for not doing it, um, my lovely girlfriend Amanda, because we are using literally 100% of her things. Uh, this is her microphone, and we use her laptop to record. Um so and the it's podcast, Dan, so and it's me. Um, this podcast literally would not exist or sound nearly as good without her. So thank and we're you. in her closet. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Amanda. Thanks, you're the best. Okay, we ready for some Danvers? Oh man! So if you haven't listened to our podcast before, first, I'm sorry. Second, at the end of every episode, Niall delves into a uh, dark, endless chasm of sadness and despair called the Danverse, in which our friend Dan. And when I say friend, I mean mortal enemy. Um, He kind of tweets out uh, terrible dating and sex advice. He's the antithesis of what we are. So anyway, this week it is uh, Dan Origins. Someone just tweeted me, don't you get tired of many relationships, lol, question mark? Reply, no, it's fun. The main reason I do it, though, almost every girl wants to have babies with me within two months. So I find new ones. I'm just being honest and telling it how it is. I don't want to hear any more of these. Oh. <laughs> Fuck you. Fuck you, Dan. My name is Dane Miller. And I'm Al Spain. And we're your fuck buddies. Good night. Good night.